This message is a product of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. We thank you for engaging this conversation. Messages like this one are great resources to help us grow, but they cannot replace being a part of a local church. If you're not actively a part of a church, we encourage you to find one near you that fits you, visit it, and get involved. And we hope this message gives life to you today. Enjoy. Well, hey, everybody. As you can see, I am not with you today. Very thankful that we get to use video so that I can greet you. I'm coming off of two weeks having been with two of our missions partners in two different parts of the world. For a week, I was in Honduras with Children's Cup. And then this past week, I was in Jamaica with our good friends at Priority One who build Bible training centers all over the world, wherever God is working. It's been so encouraging to be in those. But this weekend, my wife and I have had the privilege to get away a little bit and spend some time resting and getting ready to come back and be with you. Next week, we start an awesome series called Habits of the Heart, and I can't wait to share those messages with you starting in February. But today, it is my privilege to introduce to you our speaker. It's one of my favorite people that we have around here. He's such a good friend to me. His name is John Mike Sell. You know, John was very, very early on into Vortex Church. He was actually there on launch Sunday. And he was one of the very first people to come forward and say, hey, what can I do to help? around here what what can I do can I what and I, I'm not worried don't you don't have to give me a t-shirt or anything I'm just here to help and and he pulled me aside early on and and John looked look square in the face and John said I want you to understand my dad was a pastor I watched him go through this and he's still a pastor I've, I've, I've seen the struggle I've seen what it's like and I just want you to know I'm here for you I'm here to help you and there have been times listen there have been times when I couldn't do something for my own self. I, I was hurt. I was injured. I was sick. There was something going on in my life, and I wasn't able to show up, for, do something I needed. And John said, you don't worry about it. I'll be there for you. And he was. And, and I've, he's shown up and, and just been so willing to serve. And if you look at really just one word that would dominate his ministry over the last decade at our church, it would be that. He serves so well. We're so blessed to have him not just on staff, but he's our campus pastor at our downtown location. If you're at our downtown location, you'd be making a big roar right now. Give a big round of applause for your campus pastor. But today, you'll all get to hear from him. I asked him as he was coming off this mission trip, he was gone to Honduras with us, if, if he would just reflect on encountering God through serving. And today I'm so excited for what you get to, I don't know a person in the world that's more qualified to share this message than my friend, John Mike. So would y'all give it up for my friend, give a warm vortex welcome as he comes to share with you today. Well, thank you guys. And I just want to take a moment and just thank Pastor Kevin. Like he said, I've been here since launch day. I've seen the journey that vortex is going on. And through that, as my pastor, I've been so appreciative of Pastor Kevin and what he's poured into me personally and what he's poured into my family. But because of the position that I have, I have a little bit more proximity to him and just the, the friendship that we've been able to cultivate over the last decade has been so good for me just to, to see somebody who just loves people like Pastor Kevin does and loves 
the, just seeing the lost become found. It has inspired me. It has encouraged me. It has challenged me probably in more ways than I have wanted to be challenged, but it has been so good. And I'm so thankful for Pastor Kevin and just what he means to me personally and what he means to us here at Vortex. And as we continue in this encounter series, if you guys would just stand with me as we read God's words today. I'm reading out of 1 Peter chapter 4, beginning in verse 8. Most of all, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Can we pray together as we get started today? Lord, I thank you for this moment that you have prepared for us today. I thank you for the opportunity that I have to be here to share what this last week has meant to me. And I just pray right now that you will just speak through me. I pray that you will fill this place with your Holy Spirit and that we will be challenged and encouraged to move forward in our faith, to move forward in our serve as we ultimately give you the glory in all that we do. And we thank you for that in your name. Amen. If you would, high five somebody next to you as you sit down today. Just want to do a quick recap of the first three weeks of this encounter series. Pastor Kevin shared the life of Solomon and just kind of the steps that he progressed in his journey and in his faith. And in week one, Solomon asked for help. And basically what he's asking for is an encounter with God. He saw his father David had that encounter and he wanted that same encounter. But as his journey progressed after the encounter, it kind of slipped away a little bit. And in week two, Pastor Kevin showed us that God demands faithfulness. He demands the faithfulness in our heart as we pursue him. And then last week, he said that encounter is not enough, that we need faithfulness. The encounter is good. We need encounters with Jesus. But it doesn't stop there. It's the faithfulness that we have after that encounter. And as Pastor Kevin said in the video, we just got back from Honduras. We had a team of 20 that went down, uh, was down there for about a week. And it was just, it was amazing to see what God did in our lives and through us. And I just want to take a little bit of time and share some of the, the stories that happened while we were down there and show you through this passage in 1 Peter some examples and some applications that we can see in that. And the, the first point that I want to share with you guys today is it says to share with those in need. To share with those who are in need. And in verse 9 of 1 Peter 4, it says, Cheerfully share your home with those who need a meal or a place to stay. So how should we share? It says to share cheerfully. And as we were down in Honduras and in Nueva Suapa, we saw that the people of that area, that they do cheerfully share with us. They do cheerfully invite us into their homes. And their homes aren't extravagant. 
And they're not worried about what their homes look like, but what they are worried about is the hospitality and the love that they show as people come in. And too many times back here, we worry about the, the petty things. We worry about if the shoes are out in the middle of the floor. Maybe we haven't put the dishes away or something like that. And we're worried about what people are going to think about us when they come in versus worrying about how we make them feel when they come in. So God calls us to share with those who are in need regardless of the condition of our homes. And we saw that while we were down there. They find joy in sharing their homes with us. One of the, the experiences that we get to go on while we're down there, and they call them home visits, and it's a chance that we get to step foot into their home and hear their story. We break up into teams, and, and the guys down there with Children's Cup, they know the need in that community. They know the ones that, that need help in the weeks that we're down there. But as we're, we're walking to the homes, I want you guys to take a look at this picture right here. That's just a little taste of what that community looks like. I mean, they're, they're small homes, most of them 10 by 10 or 12 by 12, made out of block with a, a tin roof, two, maybe three bedroom homes. And a lot of times they're sharing one bedroom with five or six or their entire family is sharing one bedroom. But there is so much hospitality and so much love that we see. And one of the houses that, that we went into, there was a, a mother, that she was a single mom, that she just, she invited us into her house to share her story with us. She has four kids ranging from about 15 down to three. The oldest is responsible of making sure the younger ones get to school and then she gets to school. But the crazy part about this lady's story is every single day she works from 4 a.m until 6 p.m. to take care of her family. Like, I'm not working that many hours, y'all. Like, that is a lot of time. But she does it to sacrifice for her family. But that day that we were there, she told us that she asked her boss to take 30 minutes off of work so that she can come home and she can invite strangers into her house and be able to just spend a few minutes with us and to share her story and it was so powerful just to to listen to what she had been going through and even in all of her struggles she cheerfully invited us into her home and she cheerfully shared her story with us she had so little but yet she loves so much and we can learn a lot about the hospitality from our friends down in Honduras God calls us to share with people in need. And maybe today you're wondering, well, what do I have to give? What do I have to be able to share with the people around me who are in need? And that leads me to the second observation. It says that we each have a gift from God. We each have a unique gift that God has given us. In verse 10, it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. Do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Do it with all of the strength and energy that God supplies. We'll come back to that last part about the strength and energy that God supplies, and that will make a lot of sense here in just a few minutes. But we see in that passage that God has given each of us a unique gift. All of our gifts are different. 
They are different on purpose. They are different for a reason. My gift is not supposed to be the same as your gift, and your gift is not supposed to be the same as somebody else's. God is using all of our gifts collectively versus all of us. If we all had the same gift, there'd be a lot of things that wouldn't get done. But we are given a unique gift specifically by God to fulfill His purpose. One of the gifts that it asks us if we have, it says, do you have the gift of speaking? And right now I'm standing in front of you guys and I'm speaking in a language that you understand. But while we were down in Honduras, they speak a different language than we do. There is a language barrier that is there when we go and spend that time with them. But there are two things that are universal in every language. And that's a smile and that's a hug. And so many times as we're down there and we're hanging out with these kids and hanging out with the families, I, I know like five words in Spanish and I probably butcher them every time I say it. But they just look at me and smile and they give me a hug. And you can just feel the love that they have for us. And there's something special about that. And it's not a comparison as to who language is better. That doesn't matter. But it's the fact that we can be there and spend time. And God creates the space for us to be able to do that. And one of the things that really helps us with that language barrier is the translators that are there, the coaches that are there through Children's Cup. These boys right here, these guys are my friends right here. That is Josue there sporting a Carolina Panther shirt. Apparently he didn't look at the record this year. And then Luis in the middle there in the black shirt and JR, who's Jose Roberto in the Vortex. Every time we come down in the airport as they're there with us, they love to represent Vortex and represent North Carolina. They're, they are our brothers in Christ. And when we got back to Greensboro on the last night, I, I shot Josue a, a message just saying we made it back safe. And his first response was, we miss you guys already. That is the relationship that we build with these guys while we're down there. There is something special about this bond that we have. And you don't have to know the language to be able to relate and connect with the people of Honduras. You'll learn along the way. They'll sit down with you and try to teach you a few words here and there. And we try to teach them a few words in English. And it creates that bond. But there's something special that God creates in those moments. And another home visit that we got to go on that I, I, I got a chance to experience. And what happened on this home visit is something that has never happened on any of these trips. It was just something special that God provided for us in this moment. And I, I asked JR, he's the one that was with our group on that, and, and he just said he felt when he got there that God prompted him to ask the question to this mom. And here's a, a picture of us praying over her. Her name is Norma. And when we got there, JR asked, how is your relationship with God? And she said, I need to dedicate my life to Jesus right here, right now. And we had a chance to lead somebody to Jesus in a language that we didn't understand, but God did. And not only did it change her life, but those little boys in that window, and they were an absolute ton of fun while we were there. They don't know it yet, but it's changing their life. And it's changing generations. And you guys may never get to meet Norma, and we may never get to see her again, but we're going to see her again in heaven because of an experience that we had in that moment that God allowed us to have. And Pastor Danny, who is 
He's the leader of Children's Cup. We got a chance to go to his church service on Wednesday night. He made this comment. He said, your light shines the brightest in the darkest places. And in that moment, she had gone through a dark season in her life. Her eight-year-old little boy just a year ago fell out of a tree and a branch went into his stomach. And just a few weeks after that, as he was in the hospital, they thought that they were going to lose him forever. He's still with them. He's still waiting on a surgery, but he's still there. And so many things have happened in her life. And when J.R. asked her, what made you make this decision today to dedicate your life to Jesus? She said, I'm done running from God. He has been so faithful to me. I cannot escape God's love. And we got a chance to be a part of that and allow our light to shine. Another area that, that we get to help is through doing. And that's something, if you guys know me, I love to do things. I love to be able to go and just, if you give me a project, give me a task list, I'm all over it. And we got a chance to do some construction, guys. Whew, I'm telling you, it was some hard work. Probably some of the hardest work I have ever done in my life. But there was a supernatural strength that God supplied us with as we were able to go through this construction project. Take a look at this picture right here. That's about halfway through the project. You can see we've got concrete on one side. All of that was done by hand. There, there was no trucks. There was no equipment. We carried buckets and buckets of sand and rock and 100-pound bags of dry concrete, mixed it all by hand. And we had two different stations, one coming up the steps on that side, one coming down the road right here. It's kind of hard to see, but Tony Estes is right there under me in the yellow shirt. He stood next to me by that ladder, and I bet he handed me hundreds of buckets of concrete. And he can tell you that wasn't his strength that did that. That was God's strength because of his faithfulness to be able to follow him and to use the gifts and talents that God had given him. And at the end of that verse in 11, it says that we do it all with the strength and energy that God supplies because we cannot do it on our own. We cannot do this in our own strength. We need the strength of God to be able to do what we need to because He promises to supply that strength if we're willing to step out in faith. And the other area of being able to help is through being. And to be honest, for me personally, that's one of the hardest things is to be able to just sit down and, and to be present, to be in conversation, to not be doing something, but to just be present. But we get a chance to help through being with the kids that are there. And it is so much fun hanging out with these kids. We get to do a, a Bible story with them and some coloring pages, jump rope. We had some balloon animals. Some of the ladies got to paint the girls' nails. And, of course, my favorite, we got to play a little bit of soccer. That, that is my favorite time to be down there to hang out with those guys because it brings them so much joy for a couple of these gringos to come down that most of us don't know anything about soccer to be able to just hang out and spend some time with them. One of the things, though, that makes it so much special is that without us being there, most of the time they would not be able to go down to the park to be able to hang out and to play if we're not there because they can't be there without their parents and most of them are working the entire day. So they're not able to be there to help us or to help the kids to be there. So when we're there, it's special to these kids. And when we get there on the first day and, and they know we're coming down, there's maybe 75 
80 kids, but as we go through the day, they go and tell their friends, they go and tell their neighbors, and they invite them, and eventually there's a big old group of kids that's out there hanging out with us. And, I mean, it's just, there, there is something special about those moments of being present with these kids. And we found out on this trip, we as Vortex Church fully support this care point. So we are the only teams that go down there. So twice a year, they have teams come down, and that's it. And in between those times, there's a lot of times that they are not able to go and do these things. So it's special to them, and it's special to us. And over six months, or some of us haven't seen them in a year, they remember who we are. That that is how much this relationship means with them. They see us walking down the road on the first day, and you can see the smiles, and they come running up and hug us. They remember who we are. And I was, as I was just preparing for this message, God laid this verse on my heart as we're we're talking about the children in Matthew 19, verse 14. But Jesus said, "Let the children come to me. Do not stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children." And while we were there hanging out with these kids, it's almost like it's a taste of heaven. Because it is so powerful. There is so much love and so much joy of being there and experiencing these moments with these kids. You see, we all have a gift that God has given us. And God calls us to use our gifts to fulfill our purpose and to serve Him. But, but why? Why has he given us these gifts? And it's the, the last point is that God receives the glory. That is why we have the gifts and we have the abilities that we have. And as we step out in faith, we give God the glory. In verse 11 at the very end, it says, Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ, all glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Everything that we did that week was designed to give God the glory. There's blessings that we receive out of that, but ultimately God receives the glory in that and all the home visits and the construction and hanging out with the the leaders at Children's Cup and the, the team devotions that we had every morning. There was something powerful just with our team sitting on a rooftop at a hotel looking out over the city And God just breaking down walls and breaking down barriers and renewing our faith and building stronger relationships with Him and stronger relationships with each other. There was so much good that came out of that. I I want you guys to see what this project looked like before we got there, just to give you a taste of what happened. So right before we got there, they had just taken the roof off. That bottom floor is where the kids are gonna be. And that top floor is where the church, right now they've been sharing that space and under construction, they haven't been able to do a whole lot with it. But this is, this is the project when it was done. A lot of work happened in two and a half days, guys. A lot of work happened in two and a half days. And it was God's strength that got us through that. And I asked Coach Sway, I said, Without us being here, what took us two and a half days, how long would it have taken the team to get it done? And he said probably between two to three weeks to get that same project done. And we were able to do that in just a couple of days. And with the kids, as as we poured into them, 
and we show them the love of Jesus, they poured so much back into us. And you can just see the joy of these kids. There was a lot of tears that week. Some really good tears. And some tears as we were leaving. Because it is like leaving our extended family behind. They are our family. And the, the second floor, like I said, that is going to be the church. And in that community, there are going to be people who are going to be saved because of that space. As we were getting ready to do the stage, we were putting prayers underneath of the rebar. And it'll be there forever on that stage. And we had a chance to, to get together and pray. To pray over that church that God would do something amazing in that community. That God would allow people to see His love. And that lives would be changed. And you can see that Vortex is written right there on the stage. They'll tile over that. But Vortex will forever be embedded in the foundation of that church. And in the foundation of that care point. And we get to be a part of that. And whether you went with us or maybe you supported somebody or you were back home and you prayed or maybe you give to be able to support that ministry. Collectively, as a church, we are making an eternal difference in a small community thousands of miles away. And all of us together get a chance to do that. And Jose Roberto, he is the, he's the funny man in the group. He's the comedian cracking jokes all the time but he is a special man of God and sometimes we get a chance to just have some conversation with him as we're walking the roads and one of the things he said one night and I told him I was going to give him a shout out in this he said that we can do good things on our own or we can choose to do great things through God and a lot of good things happened that week that turned into great things because we gave God the glory for it and great things are going to continue to happen because we're giving God the glory for it. Together, together we will forever be a part of that community. We may never see all of the fruit that comes out of that, the lives that are changed, the generations that are changed, but we will celebrate with them in heaven one day. You can see these trips, they're life-changing. They're life-changing in so many ways, and I've got four quick things I want to roll through for you guys that list life-changing with your relationship with God. You cannot go on one of these trips and your life not be closer to God through that relationship. It will change your relationship with your Vortex team. Six months ago, that group of 20 may have known a few people. They came back as family. If they need a prayer request or they need somebody to have a conversation with or somebody to lean on when they're going through tough times, they have that team now. It grows your Vortex team. It changes your relationship with the kids at the care point. There's so much joy that comes out of that and it changes your relationship with the leaders at Children's Cup. They are our brothers and sisters in Christ, and we are on the same mission. And through this series, Pastor Kevin has led us on a journey to prepare us for an encounter with God. And I believe that those first couple weeks prepared our team to experience an encounter with God while we were down there. But every encounter looks different. Even in your own life, you have different encounters that look different. And the team found it out that week that as they went through the week and we've got a recap video we'll show you here towards the end of the service you'll see some of these stories that everybody encountered God at a different time in a different place and in a different way and Pastor Kevin has said this before and I believe it is so practical right now that comparison is the thief of joy 
Too many times we look at somebody else's encounter and we're like, I wish I had that. But God gave you an encounter that you needed. And you're missing a blessing in your life because you're worried about somebody else's encounter. You think your encounter wasn't good enough. It wasn't the same way as theirs. It wasn't supposed to be. God gave you the encounter you needed at the right time, at the right place for your heart to help you, not for what somebody else has. And you need to hear this today. Everyone's journey looks different, but every story matters. Every one of your stories is unique and it is given to you by God to reach people. You can reach people that I can't. And you can reach people that Pastor Kevin can't. And you can reach people your spouse can't. Because God has given you a story to change somebody else's life if you're willing to use your story. And when you're willing to step out in faith, use the gifts God has given you. Amazing things will happen and God will receive the glory. You can encounter God by serving others. You can encounter God when you choose to serve others. It will change you and it will change your relationship with God. We need to stay faithful to God or we can lose that blessing. Pastor Kevin said this just a few weeks ago. He said, there's a blessing in starting, but a greater blessing that comes from staying. You need that encounter with God, but it doesn't stop there. It's continuing to stay faithful after that encounter to do what God has called you to go. But you don't have to go on a missions trip to serve. There is a blessing in serving right here in your community. Serving within your own family. Leading by example for your kids by serving in your family. There are amazing opportunities right here at Vortex to serve. We're never going to stand on this stage and say, hey, we need you to serve in kids ministry or we need you to serve in production God is going to lead you and he is going to guide you but there is a blessing from serving from choosing to stop sitting in the seat to stepping out to saying I'm going to serve in my church I'm going to make a difference I'm going to be the one that's going to greet somebody in the parking lot I'm going to love on kids I'm going to sing on the stage whatever that is God has given you a unique gift to serve if you're willing to step out and to serve. You can have an encounter with God by serving right here at home. But you also can go on that trip if God's calling you. There's not enough room for all of us to go. But if God is calling you to do it, we have registrations that are open today. Make sure you go get signed up. But when you make that decision to step out in faith and to go on one of these trips, there's going to be obstacles. The devil is going to fight you. There's going to be financial struggles. There's going to be health issues. There's going to be age where you say, I'm too old, I can't do this. There's going to be fear that's going to be in your life that the devil is going to come after you to say that you cannot do this. But God has already given you everything you need. He has taken care of every one of those struggles if you are willing to surrender to him. So I want to leave this with you today. Don't define your limitations. Don't tell God, I can't do it. Because in your own strength, no, you can't. You can look at Scripture and there's plenty of times where they said, I can't do it. And God's like, that's fine. It's not your strength. It's mine that's going to get you through. God's going to give you what you need to get you through that. Don't let fear win. We all have reasons not to serve. We all have reasons not to go. We all have reasons not to show up here on Sunday morning. But don't let fear win and don't get too comfortable. It's too easy to say, well, somebody else can do it. Somebody else can serve. I'm just going to come in and I'm going to sit comfortably in my seat. And I'm just going to receive, but I'm not going to apply it. I'm not going to do what God is calling me to do. Have you become too comfortable today? 
Have you become too comfortable to just come in and go through the motions? To be here and to be in this seat and to hear it, have you become too comfortable where you're not willing to step out in faith and apply it in your heart and be willing to use the gifts and the talents that God has given you? Because there's no growth in comfort. There's no growth in just going through the motions. There's growth in being uncomfortable and doing what God has called you to do. So do you need to say yes today? Do you need to say yes today to God's calling in your life? Do you need to say yes to go? To go on one of these trips? To let God change your life through going on a mission trip? Or do you need to say yes to serve? To serve right here in your community? To serve right here at Vortex Church? There's a next step that's starting next Sunday. I encourage you, go get signed up. You won't regret it because God has a blessing for you that is greater than you can ever imagine if you're willing to step out in faith and say yes to God. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been a production of Vortex Church in Albemarle, North Carolina. For more information on our church, we encourage you to visit us online at vortexchurch.com.